Hello and welcome back to Wicked Winners Podcast. I'm the Kid Wicked and... Hello? Hello? Guys? Guys? <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to Wicked Winners Podcast. I'm the Kid Wicked. Uh, Swack and Victor are dead this week, so yeah, they couldn't make it. And so, I'm just gonna do it all by myself. So, you know, it's really, really hard to get there around your, around your head. You know, your mind, like, it's really stuck in your mind, but you don't know how to really get it out of your mind, because it's it's stuck in there, because of, you know, all the, the spinach is just, you know, holding in your brain, so that you can't say what you want what, what you want to say, you know? So, what I'm thinking is, eat the spinach, so that we can think without thinking you know it'll just like come naturally and then we won't have to you know be you know spinach brains and i just think that would you know change humanity for like the better just because there'd be a lot more thinking going on and sure there'd be a, a shortage of spinach or you know something like that but you know every time a kid is born there'd be more spinach so i don't think we're at a lack of spinach anytime soon and where was I going with this? Yeah, so the, the spinach, it kind of like fills your skull too much that it's kind of like a prison. It's holding your brain captive. And so like there's bars all around your brain and you just don't know it's behind bars because they did something bad. But like what if from the bad guy's point of view, it's the guards who are in jail, right? Because it's just the prison of one's making that makes it a prison because if you aren't yourself feel like you're in prison like you're like hey this is a nice vacation you know i'm getting paid it's like my own room it's just weird like lockdown rules right it's just random right it's just kind of like mm, you're kind of lonely you know you don't go out you kind of just stay in your mom's basement and yeah that's how you how you live so it's like you're just there you have just lots of curfews like throughout the whole day for eight hours and then at night you can't go out and party but you know you have no friends anyway so it's really just the guards who are in prison because they have to look after you so it's kind of like they're serving you so yeah it's kind of like you're rich and you know you've got waiters and all that kind of stuff waiting on you like you can work and you can work out but i was just thought that you know like the prison is just in the eye of the beholder or some shit like that but yeah it's kind of kind of interesting kind of you know but i i guess it's because you know yeah you know i i, I don't know um oh yeah yeah so it's like if you have a box right and you put yourself in the box but you don't own a box so how did you get the box in the first place? But you're still in it. And then, you know, you just... That's how you live. You, you know, you cut some holes out for your legs. And you start walking. And so, we have this job interview. So, you go in. And, like, wow, you're very well dressed. Because you have, like, a suit on. And, you know, sunglasses on your forehead. And they're just, like, glued there. And so, you go in. And they're like, wow, you look just the part. So, you go in... And they say, yeah, this, you look just the part or something like that, right? And then, you know, yeah, so you, you go in 
yeah, you're you're dressed the part or something like that. And they talk to you about the job and like, so what would you do in this situation where like one person walks in the door and it was like, hmm, I don't want to be here. So they left and they came back in. But now they've used two of the uses on that door. So should you make them charge more because they've had more wear and tear on the door so that you'll have to buy it sooner? Or do you let it be because it's really only a fraction of the damage that'll be done over the years? And they ask you that question. And you gotta be like, well, if they're in the store, at least they're gonna buy something, right? They like they came in and they're like, ah, oh, I don't really, you know, want to spend money or do anything like that, but then they see something that just catches your eye. Because I make such good displays, as you can see in my references for my mom that I keep the basement clean and looking good. So, obviously, I'll make the clothing look amazing. So when they do that, like, kind of second thought process, after they come back in, they're like, okay, I'm going to spend a little bit of money. I'm going to get that sweater. Because that basement dweller did so well at making that mannequin look perfect, you know? So, and that's what I would tell them. And they'd be like, damn, that, that's good. That's good. Uh... What's your penis size? And I'd be like, well, you know, it's kind of, you know, kind of, kind of small. Um, is that, that's, that's a weird requirement to ask and stuff. But, uh, yeah, why did you ask that? Well, we don't want any big dick energy here, right? We want everyone to have the sales all the same because we don't want to make tons of profit. Because we had a whole bunch of big dick energy, everyone would want to be a top dog and try to sell a whole bunch of things. But then we get a bad reputation because people are always trying to push for you to buy stuff in the store so we thought just get a whole bunch of tiny penis guys with like no big dick energy even though the ones with the small dicks have big dick energy even though they have tiny dicks and it's kind of counterintuitive but anyways we just decide you know it's just better all around because there's less of it going around so yeah you're hired perfect so you got this job right so you go into work and they're like what are you wearing? But you're just wearing the same thing they loved at the interview. But they didn't see the bottom of you, which was still wearing that box. And the only reason you're wearing a box is because you didn't really get rid of the spinach in your brain like as fast as you're supposed to. So you went to like the age of five, but you're supposed to get out at like age four and a half for like, you know, the best growth. Because when they're young, you don't want to take the spinach away. Because, you know, kids gotta have their vegetables. So it just, you know, it just infuses the brain with the nutrients of vegetables that the kids won't eat. So that they don't have to. Because it's, you know, better everything. It just just makes sense. So, yeah, you're in the box. They're like, okay, whatever. Cardboard diaper, here we go. Um, Yeah, so you you start to, you know, kind of make your first sale. So... A guy comes in and comes up to you and he's like, dude, like, is this, uh, is this the strip club? And you're like, hell yeah, if you buy the clothes to take off. Because, as you know, the saying is, you gotta buy more clothes so I can take off the clothes. So you gotta buy the clothes first. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's not really into it because he thought it was a strip club. And so, you know, you, you want to keep the customer's happy, right? The customer's always right. So you tell him, yes, this is the strip club. 
So you start stripping for them. He starts throwing dollar bills. Boom, your company makes profit. Why? Because he had small dick energy. And with small dick energy, you will do anything for the power, right? Because you, you want to feel like you're worth something. And like you have a little bit extra length down there. So you push it to next levels and you never go against the customer is wrong because that would be wrong because the customer is always right and and of course you don't want to lose your job so you know you make them happy it's all good and fun you made money you got your quota you made it through the first day so congratulations yeah so yeah that's uh yeah that's the, that's the, that's, the, that's the first day though you could just go out and look at the stars because stars in space that's, that's you know that's that's very interesting like you can just look up at the stars and be like i've got one right and then then you eat it and you feel this really warm sensation like right near your heart like kind of like a little sun burning and you wake up the next morning still on the ground because you were looking at the stars and you look up into the sky and you're like wow i can grab one and then and then you swallow it and you know you start to feel this like really warm feeling inside so you're in space and you're actually this giant person that can actually eat the stars because that's the only nutrients in space that you can actually eat other than you know stars and since there's so many of them you can't tell what you're really eating but you know what he's really eating is that's the stars so what I always thought was interesting is just how it, you know, looks like it's moving, even though we're the ones moving. And, like, if you look up, you'll see it, like, everything, right? The sun and the moon, they go from, like, a direction to another direction as it comes in sunset in one direction and, you know, sunrise in the other direction. Um, and, yeah, and then, then and, you know, it looks looks like it's moving, even though the Earth is actually the one moving. And then the moon's also moving, and then the moon and the earth are moving, but then space is kind of just there, right? It's not moving, because everything else is moving, which means something has to not be moving for it to, you know, look like it's moving with the other said thing moving. Because if we were moving at the same time, we wouldn't see any movement, except maybe the moon, and we would have like, wait, what? No, no, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, 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 it would make sense. Okay, yeah, only the moon's moving because the sun is stationary and the space wouldn't be moving and then Earth wouldn't, would look like it's not moving. No, wait. That doesn't make sense. Because if one of them's not moving, they're both not moving. But that doesn't make sense. Space, space is, uh, space is cool, and, and weird. Mm-hmm. I just, I just figured that out, yeah. It's very interesting. Though, it would be weird if the sun just, you know, disappeared, and then we had this huge expedition to go get the sun. So, you know, people are, like, raising money to, like, fund the sun, and... You know, since I'm a son, and like, you know, 
a lot of people are, are sons. Um, we just start getting paid. And then, you know, it makes life a little easier because you have that little extra money. So, you you know, you get, you get out of your mom's basement or attic or closet or car. And then you buy a garage because you're like, you know what? Nobody lives in a garage. And, and you're right. Some people do. And you start your own, like, tire-changing business. Because, you know, you got to make money in your garage. And you have a garage. So... You have a house, as everyone knows. So yeah, you start making a little bit of extra money, plus the money you're getting from the sun. Obviously, obviously, you can't you can't forget about that money. That money's good. So you you know you start making a name for yourself. People are coming quite often. And you got some regulars that are like, oh, this guy's the best. You know, he he charges just the right amount for what we need. You know, kind of bullshit like that. Even though you're like, ooh, yeah, I'm getting so much money from them because you're ripping them off because you're getting everything super cheap. And, yeah, so you see, you become a millionaire. And you buy ten more garages. And since, you know, you don't really trust anybody else to work for you, you with all your money, you duplicate yourself nine times so that you have nine more people to do the other ones. But you always leave one garage empty. Now... Here's the kicker, is why would you leave it empty? Well, it's because it's haunted. And with the haunted garage, it kind of brings more people in because they're kind of like, oh, ooh, why why even own it still? Why not get rid of it? Why keep your name on the haunted building? You'd be like, well, there's always one haunted. Once we sell one, it's not haunted anymore. So we just keep the haunted one, and then none of us get haunted because it's... It's, it's kind of a haunting situation, I would say. Oh, yeah, man. Woo! And, like, you got to think of it in, like, a strategic way. That, you know, that, that brings more business, too. Because everyone's thinking, like, ooh, ghosts, spooky. Like, maybe the ghosts will fix my tire. And then, since you have duplicates, the ghosts kill your duplicates. And then when they see a duplicate, they're like, what the fuck? And it becomes haunted because, you know, someone died by a ghost. And that's that's how it happened the very first time. And since we haven't sold any more of our garages, it's worked out perfectly. So, like, I used to be in retail. And then I had to be a stripper once. So I kind of I left that job. Especially because I asked about my penis size at the beginning. Uh, very strange. Um, yeah, well, we'll see. Well, all this money, it's like, yeah, I've got a big one now, I would say, yeah. And so, and that's that's the story of how I owned a garage. Anyway, after all that rabble, dabble, and sun-sucking uh, stuff, did I tell you guys about our sponsor? It's a Dick Whiskey. Like, it will not make your disc wicky. Oh, my goodness. Uh, dick Whiskey. The only whiskey that won't give you dick whiskey. Yeah, so, we, yeah, we got kind of a brand deal. So you just got to go to dickwhiskey.com. So that's uh, D-I-C-K, uh, D-I-C-K.com. So it's actually dickdick.com, but it's but it's not. It's uh, D-I-C-K whiskey.com. And, yeah, so you just type that in. Use code WICKEDWINNERS for uh, 100% off. On the first one only, and then it goes down to ten percent off. Just because you know, like you can't just sell a product that no one knows what it you know what it tastes like. So, 
I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, we're, we're sponsoring ourselves because the dick whiskey is kind of victory and minus wax. Uh, our, our little alcohol line that, that we made. And yeah, we just we just wanted to share it with the world. Uh, you you want to keep alcoholism like around as long as you can because it's like one of like the major profits of this world right now. And, you know, with all profits they they gotta be sharing some sort of news so when the news comes and you read in the news like in the sports section it's like dick whiskey is like just sponsoring all these sports and it's like the best thing ever just drunk sports you just see people falling on ice which is a pretty good movie if you think about it because it's just a whole bunch of people you know on the ice that are falling and you know they happen to be rich and they have ice, like, you know, like, boom, we're iced out kind of deal. And, you know, even people who are, like, really rich go to the movies and they get popcorn. And the popcorn is, like, really sweet. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of very interesting how they have, like, corn. And then they make it kernels somehow. And then, and then they pop them. And it becomes popcorn. And then they put butter on it. And, you know butter it comes from the store and it's interesting how it gets there because this guy has to drive it in his truck to bring it to the store so that you can pick it up and you're like oh a puppy i want it so you you adopt the puppy and your goldfish gets angry and and it eats the puppy because you know it's jealous that you aren't petting it anymore and since you're not petting it you know it kills you because the lions are the most dangerous animal on the planet if you exclude airplanes see airplanes they have a great appetite especially when they're flying why only when they're flying is because that's when they you know get the most airtime and with airtime on a trampoline you gotta really make sure that you know you're not gonna hit the springs because the springs are what really hurt especially in moon boots so you have moon boots with springs but you never go to the moon because you can only see the moon when you're stargazing. And when you're stargazing, you're just looking at mini itty bitty ants on the sand in the desert in the oasis. And there happens to be a coconut in the tree because you're in Hawaii. And why are you in Hawaii? I do not know. You know, you know the saying like time is irrelevant, but there's always like time is essential. Because for time to be relevant whatsoever, for it to become irrelevant, it has to be relevant because it's consistent and it's always ticking, you know? Like, you can't really stop time because, you know, then uh, everything would stop and then the world would kind of stop and time would be irrelevant or some however the fuck you say that, even though I just said it the fucking hell to it because of... Hi guys, I'm the Kid Wicked. Welcome to this show that I happen to do by myself because I'm I'm lonely and uh, um no no one's no one's around anymore and they all they yeah. hmm. hi guys just kidding <laughs> uh. You know, shots are different. Like, 
they hit you. And it's like, ouch, why'd you shoot me? Because it's a shot. <laughs> funny, funny. But, you know, like, why would they call it a shot when you shoot out of a gun, but, like, you drink out of a shot glass? Like, why would it be called a shot? Does it look like it's, uh, like a, like a case from, like, a, a shell? Like a bullet shell? Like, from a shotgun shell? Yeah, a shotgun shell. Like, is it supposed to look like that? And, like, that would be the perfect amount of alcohol, whatever, two ounces or something like that, or one ounce. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't drink. And, it's, yeah. Because, like, obviously you have pints, which is just obviously a huge thing. And then you have beer, which is just a bottle with however much is in it. But, like, a shot, like, where, where do shots originate from? Like, I, I always thought that was interesting. Like, when I was five, and I saw all these shots... I was like, cool, brown water. So, you know, I started, I started just drinking it. It wasn't really brown, though. It was kind of like a clear orange. You know, I don't want to make you think I was drinking mud water. But mud cakes were good, you know. Like, you know, mud pie, even though it's mud pie. But, you know, you can kind of, like, just imagine what it tastes like as you eat it because you have to imagine something or else it just tastes like mud, which is, which is gross. Because why do you want that in your mouth? Because that's what's on the ground. You just step through it. And it's like all over you. So it's kind of like you're eating yourself in a sense. But yeah, I think uh, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, thanks for listening to this, whatever, whatever this was. And yeah, well, well yeah. <laughs>